Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, a dinner party conversation. Have we started the podcast now? I don't know, Andrew. One, um, isn't it unusual? Like, you go on holiday, one week isn't enough, or two weeks is always too much, and the dinner party laps. <laughs> you were speaking to a man who's just returned from an 11-day holiday. An 11-day, was it enough? Just right. No, yeah. it wasn't enough. I could have done a month. So, in a dinner party, you would have said. So, well, actually, I just did 11 days and I think it was absolutely bang no, on. No, it wasn't. I would have banged my fist on the table and gone, could have done a month. I wouldn't be here now. No, I think. Were you dickheads? I bet you were glad to get home. You were with kids, weren't you? No disrespect I was with to my the kids, children, yeah, but it's hard yeah. work. Like I say, I could have done a month, not necessarily with the kids. Passed a sign this morning, Andy. Did you? You know, I look out for them now when I'm coming to the podcast. Mm-hmm. It said, Are you feeling a bit flat? Well, don't. Have a flat white instead, you know, on a chalkboard. Mm. It's useless, isn't it? Are you feeling flat? I'll have a flat white instead. Have something that's flat instead. To make you say, make you seem more flat. What's your favourite flat thing? Pancake probably a, wall good, pa- a wallpaper pasting table at a car boot sale. That's nice and flat. Full of it? goodies. The, actually, Andrew, the surface is flat, but it's not a flat item. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> what you regard as a flat? Like, all right, the, a twelve-inch single. A 12-inch single, yeah. that's nice and flat, isn't 12 it? 12-inch single by Diorama. Oh, please, please, I beg of you, don't. <laughs> and it's got grooves in it, which is nice, isn't it? They're not they're not flat, though, are they? The grooves. The grooves aren't so flat. Hold so on. that's not a flat item. Anyway, we flat should, sta- should start um, a, a podcast. So I've got a little bit of music to right, help us on, uh, get in the mood, Andrew. Hello, my name is Bob Mortimer, and may I welcome you to Atletico Mints, I hope today finds you in good health and with ample storage solutions around your home. Before we commence, may I invite you to imagine you are strolling through the cobbled market of a small town in Provence. Your senses are full of the aromas emanating from the food stalls and the flowers, rosemary, cherry blossom, fragrant honeys and aromatic spices. You sit at a table on the square and gently sip on a glass of local wine whilst enjoying a charcuterie plate. The sky is azure blue and as you recline your head to take in the sounds of the square, your face is cooled by the mist from the 18th century market square fountain. And then a coarse voice shouts out, interrupting your peace. It's a fat, squat, pale-skinned Englishman waddling across the square in his football shirt. As he passes your table, he screams, Kevin Phillips shits on Frenchman and his spittle covers your charcuterie. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr. Dawson. Mr. Dawson. He thinks he's a sportsman. Quite a sportsman. Oh, Mr. Dawson. Mr. Dawson. He thinks he's important. So important. Got a face like a chinchu. Oh. 
He likes his drinks blue. Mm. So, there you go, Andrew. Yeah, we are. Thank you very much for that beautiful introduction once again. Did you enjoy this, it? This moment. It was all right. It felt quite realistic. I could imagine myself doing that. As I was halfway through it, you know, confession, mm. I realised I'd written too many words, so it yeah, all got to a bit try and cram them all in just in time. Try to cram them in. Never in. mind. Maybe you'll get it right next time. Oh, I had an unusual incident earlier. Would you like to hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> Go on then, tell us. Uh, I was sitting in my travel lodge this morning, just minding my own business with the window open and all that. And I looked out the window, and all of a sudden, this huge pole came up. The uh, it was like on L shape. I'm on a corner area, so there's an oh, L shape. Right. And the, the opposite bit, there's this huge pole with a brush on the end comes up and starts rubbing the wall. Yeah, it's a window cleaner. Well, what's he rubbing the wall for, Bob? <laughs> it's the reach and wash. I mean, you're obviously familiar with the reach and wash because you know. Yeah. Is it where you live in all Because I haven't got much of a reach. Of the lifestyle. Do you reckon you I have to use uh, uh, one of those poles just to clean the cat, the cat flap? Probably. Uh, clean the underside of the cat. Ha 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 ha. You probably get someone in to do your windows, though, do you? Have you a ever? Window cleaner. I haven't got a window cleaner. No, my, window, what, my just, windows are disgrace. They just got the shit, have they? I don't like people staring through my windows at, at what? Oh, shut your curtains. I haven't got curtains. Do you not have curtains? I haven't got a single curtain in the house now. Right, have got blinds? No, I have. Oh, have I got a blind somewhere? No, I haven't got a blind. Just windows open on the world. I've got shutters. Oh, I was going to ask about shutters next, but I didn't think I would. Have. But really, you were going to ask about of course shutters. I wasn't going to ask about shutters. Have you ever got underneath a horse and had a look, look around, no, and see what's they, under they, there? They don't stand still long enough for me. You're a bit scared of horses, are you? I'd have, well, I'd have to like dope it or something first. Hey, hey, this is a potential. And I wouldn't dope a horse just to have a look underneath it. You know, it's not I've, fair at anyone. What what animal are you most likely to look underneath? Have you looked underneath? What animal am I most likely to dope? No, to look, to look un- underneath. Well, it's got to be a high animal, hasn't it? Like yeah. a horse. Yeah, you should, I think you should be on your back, like you know, like a mechanic. Yeah, on a trolley. It. On a trolley, yeah. Just go under it. Uh, nah, nothing You've else. Never done it. That all all the animals that size. I could yeah. walk under a giraffe, maybe if it was doped. Yeah. But not too doped that it would fall over. I don't want them doped. That puts a t- terrible tinge on it. I've Tears done, it? I've done a cow. I've done a horse. Right. Uh, and I intend to do the, the Christmas beast, the reindeer. <laughs> so there you not go. Not a giraffe. Not um elephant? Why would I want to get under an elephant? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Andrew, unident or not unident, yeah. unusual incident or not, I was on my trampoline with my son this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I jumped so high, not meaning to, just seemed to get the bounce and the ratio right, that I actually got above a bird's nest in a tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I glimpsed inside, and in there was a wood pigeon wearing a Millwall shirt. <laughs> did that happen, Andrew? Of course it fucking didn't. Oh, you got to do a fuck out, haven't you? <laughs> do you want me to carry on with something? Or do you just want to chit Another Another unit, then. I've got one someone sent in. Go on, then. Daniel Heady, or Heady, I don't know. Um, he says, is this an unusual incident, unit, then? Walking home to the tube from work on Monday, I saw a bloke with one arm. Then about six minutes later, I saw another bloke with one arm. Same arm was missing, the right one. What do you reckon? Uh, uh, unident. Unident. Confirmed, yeah. No, I reckon I'm UT conference. <laughs> What you reckon they like a conference? Why not? Everyone loves a conference. What do they talk? Everyone loves to feel together, don't they? <laughs> the people that are like them. It's nature. I, I went up to Middlesbrough for a Millwall match, Andrew. Right. Yeah. Got me ticket online. <laughs> That's an interesting detail. <laughs> so that shows basically I'm like IT. 
Cyberstick. So, and I, and I, I arrived a bit early, so I went to have a look at my old house and that and popped into my local pub called The Endeavour. Can like, you tell us more about looking at your old house? Has anything changed in it? Did you go in? No, I didn't go in. I'd like to go into it. You know, I've got a lot of memories there. I looked at my grand's old house recently. Did you? And they've made a lot of changes. I'm not happy. What, were you intending to burgle it? No, I was going to have a look. You were casing it? No. It's nice to go back to an old house, isn't it? No, I think they've I changed it. They will have changed they've it. They've changed it. They've yeah. put like a new garage in and everything. But if you went inside, you'd see, fence. you'd see a little detail that would make you emotional, you know, like a doorknob or a window that you used to fiddle with yeah, or something. don't let me in, though. So I went in and I ordered a pint of... Um, Sam Smith's, quite mm-hmm. like it, great big head on it, you know, mm-hmm. up north, and a corned beef toasty because I always remembered when I was young, we used to love the corned beef toasties and they still do them. I love any product with corned beef in it. It's a beautiful it's a thing, magnificent beef. So it's a really nice choice of filling of mm-hmm. a corned beef for a toasty, isn't it, Andy? G- give me a corned beef pasty from Greg's and I'm a very happy man. A lot of people liking Greg's at the moment, Andrew. Has something changed? Well, Greg's is is for everyone now because they sell loads of like healthy stuff as well as all the nasty shit. What do you mean? They put something healthy inside the normal Greg's no, no, patty. No, no, you fat. can have you can have like a, a corned beef pasty, but they also do like little tubs of carrot sticks, and they do salads and stuff. They do the vegan sausage roll, obviously, which is quite tasty. I've had one. So, do you buy your carrots? You know, like for a Sunday roast or something? Do you buy your carrots? I buy from them Greg's? from Greg's. Yeah. Yeah, and I glue them all together with a larger carrot shape. Yeah. yeah. If I'm having a salad at home, like a luncheon meat salad or egg salad, or that, I get the salad from McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Have we tried the one from Subway? I don't understand Subway. I don't it's understand too complicated. It. I don't, it's too complicated. It's too many me. questions, isn't there? I mean, I'm not having you on. Would you do it if you could order it online? Yeah, I might get a delivery yeah. road or something. Right. The, um, anyway. Anyway, so um, I just had my first bite of my toasty. And the inside was really hot. That's the bo- I, oh. I I remembered instantly that this used to be a problem. Mouth you know, burner was yeah, it? Yeah, no, for the like mouth. Welder's helmet or something you'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, and it made me smile because I remembered it, you know. And uh, the steam came out, and uh, so that's a nice little memory, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's put like, it in your memory bag. What's the book? The greatest book ever written? Proust. Proust. Is it? Remembrance of things past, and it's a it, it's a biscuit or something. That reminds him of this. This I didn't stuff. go to university, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> did you not? I went for a year. I got kicked out. Why did you get kicked out? Did uh, you do lack it? of attendance, inappropriate behaviour. No. Well, if you call not turning up inappropriate, why yeah. didn't you turn up? I was awful. Everyone else was a bell end. Oh right, I was, was the cool kid. Yeah, but I was the only cool kid, and everyone yeah. else was a bell end. What university was this? Sunderland Polytechnic. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> well, so you said Sunderland Polytechnic is full of balance. In 1991 it was, yeah. All right. Well, then I became aware that someone had sat down immediately behind me, yeah. Um, I don't look round because it's quite a dodgy pub, to be honest. <laughs> and then I hear a voice. Right. Yeah. Robert. Robert. God. I thought I might find you here, Robert. You on a nostalgia trip, are you, Robert? <laughs> so it's the alderman. Of course and it is. I turn round, he's behind me. I, t- I, I turn round, but he doesn't, he doesn't, and I'm just looking at the back of his head. He's wearing Ooh. a vest, you know, Ooh. singlet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go, I can't Colour? help but, uh, it, It's uh, beige. Right. So it's, it's, I can't help but admire his massive shoulders. Yeah. Massive big shoulders. Fella, big old unit. Lots of little islands of um, hair. Yeah, you know, and lots of leather spots. It's quite, yeah. it's quite sight, Andy. You mm-hmm. know, um, 
I said, oh, yeah, hello, old one. Um, yeah, I suppose I'm on a nostalgia trip. I got here a bit early for the match, like, you know. He says, Robert, I want you to listen very carefully, Robert. My SUV <laughs> is in the car park, Robert. It's a black Ford S-Max, and it's unlocked, Robert. I'll join you in a couple of minutes. Well, I don't know uh, what it is, Andy, but, like, with the, like, heady smell coming from his hair cream and his yeah. sweat, I just kind of... I suppose I'd say I lost leave of my senses oh, a little dear bit. Me. It says, I said, is it okay if I finish off my corned beef uh, toasty? He's, Has it got onions on it, Robert? <laughs> I said, yes. Lovely. No, leave it here. I'll deal with that. <laughs> and don't look at me as you leave. I don't want people knowing that we've spoken, Robert. So I go out into the car park. Sure enough, there's an S-Max. I get into the passenger seat and I can immediately smell bleach. You know what that means, Andrew, don't you? It's the vicar. It's the vicar with the twitch. With the twitch. He smells of bleach. Town clerk is in there in just a pair of football shorts and cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. And the head of planning, Roy Swift. Oh. I don't, oh, I don't think I've mentioned I before. I don't think you have. Uh, he's about 60-year-old, skinny. Mm -hmm. Got a comb over. And he, we, unusual backstory, this. He lost one of his hands in a sword fight in Aldi. Amputees again. <laughs> I said, oh, was the, hang on, do you know, was the sword, had he brought the sword in to Aldi or was no, it from, was the, attacked, from the crazy aisle? He was with, attacked. With selling them? I don't, I don't know the more than that, 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 you know, there was an altercation, he lost his hand. Okay. Um, I said, all right, lads, but none of them said a word, you know, they just stared at me like I'm a billboard or something. Mm. Though I do notice that the town clerk lips his lips and the vicar like, adjusts his position, suggesting mm -hmm. he might just let out a little Tommy Squeaker, I think. <laughs> so... Got to watch then, for that. Um, the driver door opens and in comes the alderman. So, Robert, the gang's all here. Let's party, Robert. <laughs> and at that point, the gang all open cans of cider. The alderman um, turns up the sound system. It's playing like Croatian trance music. Do you know that? You know, Iggy Dub, Goritza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know it well, yeah? Yeah. So we drive off and we end up on an industrial estate near the Riverside Stadium, yeah? Soon as we park up, the music stops and the alderman removes his vest, releasing a whole shitstorm of pheromones, yeah? <laughs> you can imagine. Could you see them? <laughs> the like windows are shut and I, I can feel my resistance flagging, yeah, Andy. And then his cronies. Mine's dropping out. <laughs> Just hearing about us. <laughs> then his cronies chirp up from the back. Kiss the alderman, kiss, kiss the, the alderman, kiss the, the alderman. alderman. Well, I notice that he has a little lump of corned beef stuck to his lip. So oh, God. <laughs> I have no choice, really. I slowly bring my lips close to the alderman. Oh, don't. And I gently lick the corned beef lump off his lip. Oh, Bob. Then roll it, ar <laughs> roll it around his tongue before <laughs> taking it from yourself. Good lad, Robert. Man. Now go and enjoy the game. Go on, Robert. Get out. <laughs> And the alderman and his cronies like laughed so hard, it was as if every supporter going to the match had just spoken the most incredible pun yeah. ever made. Oh, my, yeah. So I went to the game, and as you know, I managed, and you know, I managed to keep that little lump of corned beef in my mouth for the whole first half. It took me, took me mind off what was actually a pretty awful game, Andrew. Uh, what was the score? The score was one all. <laughs> Yeah. I'd, I'd have took the corned beef out and maybe wrapped it in cling film and kept it forever. Kept it forever. In the freezer. Dried it up. Put yeah. it in formaldehyde. Something like that, yeah. It's a jar on the mantelpiece. What do you Ooh. want to say to me? I've got nothing to say, but Mark Lawrenson's got uh, a top ten to read out to us. I like these. 
Mike Lawrence in here with my top 10 dream jobs. 10, town planner, closest thing I could imagine to playing God. 9, lifeguard, indoor pool or seaside, not fussed. 8, astronomer, quite low on my list due to my fear of going bong-eyed. 7, cinema projectionist, can't imagine any other job that would give pleasure to so many people at once. 6, baker, not sure why, as I usually despise hot rooms. 5, traffic warden, only joking, they're vermin. 4, football analyst, I suppose I should include this as I quite like it. 3, courtroom artist, a beautiful fusion of art and brutality. 2, pedigree rabbit breeder, all I'll say is watch this space, lol. Number 1, top 10 dream jobs, pest controller, only for an established firm though. The thought of the freelance life gives me the jitters. That's me, Mark Lawrenson, and those are my top ten dream jobs. Thank you, Mark. Good choices, I thought. Yeah, strong. Really strong. I'd do, I'd do seven of them myself. Yeah, which... I'm which, not telling you. The three I wouldn't do... Well, you look like a baker. Well, yeah, obviously, that's top number one. The three I wouldn't do would be uh, Traffic Warden, yeah. uh, Cinema Projectionist, mm. who, who needs to sit through films, and Lifeguard. Yeah. Too much I tell you, work. I tell you, who needs to sit through films. Someone who wants to watch the film. Just Jesus. saying, you know. I, I, I thought you were going to say like Barry Norman. I didn't think you'd say something even worse <laughs> than that. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple of questions for you. Bob. Go on then. Uh, first of all, do you reckon Kajigugu was still too shy? I mean, Ooh, no, you know, I reckon no. it was like '93. They were young. Young men then, and we all become more confident as we get older, don't we? We get more assertive. <laughs> Maybe they've been listening to one of them Paul McKenna hypnosis tips, you know, make yourself more assertive. Do you think? Any thoughts about that? Yes, know. there uh, are. Yes. They were referring to a third party. You're too, too they shy. They might be referring to one of the other members of the band. So Limal might have been saying about Nick Beggs, the one with the, the pegs in his hair. Nick Beggs was a bit shy, wasn't he? He was. And he tried to compensate by well, putting well, pegs in his hair. Yeah. Pegs in his hair exactly. And then Lamar left and he became the singer. Yeah. Never, never pulled it off. And what's he doing now? I think he's a Christian. No, he's a radish farmer. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, also, what have Arsenal, yes. Bayern Munich yes. and Celtic got in common? I think they've got fuck all oh. in common, Andrew. You're not going to get me with Should that. Should have left that for another couple of weeks before I dropped that one in. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
Oh, there was a good talk sport this week. <laughs> and, you know, it was so good. I, I, what I did was I, uh, I taped it. Have you got it as a WAV or an MP3? I got it as a WAV. As a WAV? Yeah. Good. So let's have a listen to that. Um, it was Jim White show. Good. You know. Right, there you are. Welcome to TalkSport with me, Jim White, and my co-host, ex-Crystal Palace chairman, Simon Jordan. How exciting is that? I'm so excited that the hepatic duct in my gallbladder is beginning to distend. May cause bile to be released into my bloodstream. So that's just another level of excitement in my incredible show. Tell me, Simon, how excited are you to be on the Jim White show? Oh, I'm over the proverbial moon to be present here. I'm besides oneself with excitement in expecting a litany of occurrences and personal transactions of utterances. <laughs> oh my God, you are an intelligent man. How exciting is that intelligence, listeners? I tell you how exciting. I've just ruptured this pyloric sphincter at the base of my stomach. That's going to cause all sorts of muck to leak into my duodenum. Hell's bells, what of it? That's what I say. So, Simon, exciting news just in from one of my contacts. Apparently, the curbing... Am I still Scottish? I don't know where it's drifting off to. It's not quite... Not quite, is it? Keep going. Apparently, the curbing on the grass parking area behind the away stand at Yeovil Town is to be raised by three inches to improve drainage. How exciting is that? That's a humdinger on the excitement computation axis. I've always said, and I said this when I was a chairman of Crystal Palace, that the ambience and functionality of the environment surrounding the ground is tantamount to being paramount. I spent thousands on curbing and hard landscaping at Salhurst Road, and regrets I have a few. Well, one, actually, that I didn't spend more. Wow, that's amazing. Thousands of actual pounds. Phone in and tell me what's the most you've ever spent on curbing and hard landscaping. I can't wait to hear from you. Oops, ping! There goes my gastric band. Too much excitement. Join me after this message. Oh, no, my kitten has done a whoopsie on my carpet again. What am I going to do? I can't get rid of the cat because I love it. Oh, Peter, pass us a spoon and a cloth. Look, Ollie, why don't you just buy a can of catty butter? Just spray it on the areas your cat likes to poop, and it will be turned right off the very idea. It smells like lion, Todd, to the cat, but it's odourless to us humans. Oh, why didn't you tell her this six weeks ago? Because I find pleasure in your suffering. <laughs> If your carpet's covered in kitty spatter, you can't go wrong with catty batter. Catty batter is an unlicensed formula of various and identified chemicals. Do not spray near or directly onto your pet. Right, we're back with my special guest, Simon <laughs> Jordan, talking about a topic that's very close to every football supporter's heart, and that's curb heights. What do you think's the ideal curb height, Simon? Well, that depends on a number of vacillating variables. It's, is it adjacent or contiguous to a public highway? Will it need to be transgressed in an emergency or cataclysmic denouement? It's, it's, is it in any way load-bearing? Could it possibly be a potential trip hazard? Do we have the wherewithal for the aptitude of this scenario? <laughs> I didn't know there was so much involved that turning out to be such an exciting topic. You remember that hepatic valve I mentioned in my gallbladder? Well, it's just ruptured with all this excitement and I can actually feel the bile pushing up into my throat. That's excitement there on a plate. That's the Jim White Show. Back in a minute. 
after this message. <laughs> is your mouth always dry? Is your skin always itchy? Do your feet flake onto your socks? Do your hands feel rough and dehydrated? If this sounds like you, then you might be suffering from cephalia and Stan Watson's oily wipes could relieve your <laughs> symptoms. Stan Watson's oily wipes, available from all good independent lubricant outlets. Cephalia is a yet unrecognised and unproven condition. Always, con- <laughs> <laughs> always consult your doctor before applying industrial sludge. To right di- always consult your doctor before applying industrial sludge directly to your skin. And I turned the tape off you there. It off. Can yeah. we get some of these oily wipes, please? Stan Can Watson's. you get in, tru- in touch with Stan Watson? I'll get, get in some. touch. I'll get in touch. Please do. Oh, TV uh, and movies-wise, Andrew... Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a YouTuber now. You did. I like watching YouTube. Yeah, I can't keep up with that because I don't know where you're going. Please, man, I've got a recommendation for you: Russian slapping competitions. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? I won't even go on about it. Don't fucking not have a look at it. Okay. All right. Russian slapping competitions. Is there anything else you want to say about them, or just say just go and look? Just. What's, Go what's the location? And look, just put just in your search Russian bar YouTube Russian slapping competitions. Okay, I'll um, do that. And the other one on YouTube, I'd give a recommendation to your search would be um, opening um, food from the nineteen sixties. <laughs> right, and they got. How are you finding these things? Are you just putting these put things the in? in. You're just having to think, I fancy seeing someone open food from the 1960s. I wonder if it's on YouTube. YouTube's cleverer than you think, right? right. So I go Russian slapping because yeah. my, my son recommended it to me. Yeah. And then that be, beneath that, as you flick down, it, they've sorted out what food. you're looking for. Yeah, it reads so, your mind. Yeah. And it's, uh, and Are you so, not frightened by that? No, that's okay by me because it will bang on. It helped me. You know, there is a positive side to it, Andy. You're not frightened that the robots are kind of getting inside your head and telling you what to do? And Well, if they're telling me to watch 1960s tins of prunes <laughs> You're soup, in favour of it. I'm absolutely in favour of it, yeah. Would you want to do a little quiz? Go on, then. It's a quiz I call Ringo or Marlene. Okay. Now then, a bunch of questions, true or false. Right. And if they're true, I'll say, free sweeties. And who's that? That's Ringo Starr, right. obviously. You know, the best thing about being in the Beatles oh, right, was all yeah. the free sweeties. The worst thing about all the free sweeties was all the diabetes. Oh. And if they're false, I'll say, Marlene! But will you do the laugh? I don't know if there's time. Go on, then. We'll, we'll see. In Japan, yes. they grow square watermelons. True. Free sweeties. True, correct. This is working well. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog's real name is Jason Troy Hedgehog. True. Marlene! <laughs> False. It's actually Ogilvy Morris Hedgehog. All right, fair yeah. enough. Dogs are banned from an entire continent. True. Free sweeties. Antarctica. Dogs ah. are banned. Tarzan's real name was John Tarzan. <laughs> False. Marlene <laughs> It is false It was actually Nick Tarzan uh, All babies are great True Marlene <laughs> oh, it's false <laughs> Some of them are a bit boring um, One more In France in, in 1518 There was a dancing plague For, for True Free sweeties. There was the dance fever of 1518. was a month-long plague that swept up a French city. People were overcome with the urge to dance, and several danced until they died. Really? True. Wow. Yeah. 
There you go. I suspect it wouldn't t- take a whole lot of scrutiny, that fact. Well, but yeah, fact, and I, I don't I, think any witnesses are still alive today to verify or deny it. I Let's enjoyed just say it. that. I enjoyed that quiz. Thank yeah, you. Will you bring it back? It's quite high maintenance, but we got through it. Um, do you want a crime files? If that oh, interests God, you? do I? You do want one? Yeah. Um, so are you ready with the dirt? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, let's start with one. Crime files. Hang on. Uh, you said you're ready. I'm was, ready now. Was... Crime files. Now I'm ready. Fear is irrational. Fear does not respond in a sober and measured way based on factual information. It's primal. It's animalistic. For the most part, we fear things that don't make sense. Monsters in the dark waiting for their turn. We fear the depravity of man and what can happen when it's unleashed. But there are fears that are real and are actually based on fact and observed behaviour. Welcome to Crime Files. (laughs) Wasn't ready. The Hertfordshire town of Cuffley has a population of around 4,000 people, the majority of whom are law-abiding, honest citizens. But in recent years, crime rates have soared due to the arrival of the phenomena known as the rural gang. And one gang in particular has caused havoc to this once peaceful enclave. Yeah, good. (laughs) Like Simon Jordan. (laughs) The big words. The White Hearts gang and its leader, Mr Harry Kane. (laughs) All right, I'm you. Sunday the 2nd of March 2019 and local nonsense potter Neil Hunt (laughs) was sat in his nonsense pottery glazing a small water jug whilst his latest unsellable pottery whimsy pieces were firing in the kiln. Suddenly his double barn double barn style doors flew open and there stood three of the notorious white heart gang thugs. (laughs) Harry Kane, Eric Dyer and Song Hung Min. Harry was the first to speak. Is this the nonsense pottery? Yes, it is, but we're shut. Can they leave and come back tomorrow? But we need some nonsense pottery today. Debbie has bought an air rifle and we want some nonsense tit-tat to fire at. My pottery pieces are not for target practice. There's hours of work goes into each piece. How dare you suggest such a use for them? What an insult. Just please leave and don't bother coming back. How dare you talk to our boss like that, says Debbie. Have you had an argument with your boom pa? Is you hurting or something? Excuse me, but what in the fucking name of everything normal and civilised is a fucking boomer? It's... Eric Dyer chips in. It's... A... Street... Name... Fucking hell, Eric. (laughs) For girlfriend. Well, well, I haven't got one of them, so... No, I haven't had an argument with my fucking boom bar. Now go, will you, you morons? Excuse me, nonsense, Potter, but you are being very coarse and ill-mannered. In fact, you are bordering on cantankerous. It's very upsetting and unpleasant to boot. Debbie chipped in. You'd better watch yourself, Potter. If Harry gets into a fluffery buffery, there will be hell to pay with a cream horn on top and a cocktail sausage for added oomph. Look, I don't know what you two and your slow mate are. I don't know, sorry. 
Look, I don't know who you and your, t- your slow mate are, but I'm Neil fucking Hunt, and I don't put up with your fucking type. Now leave before I phone the police. At this juncture, the three white hearts move into the workshop and start towering above Neil, sat at his glazing table. Harry is the next to speak. Do you want to feel our ferocious heat, Potter? No, I want you to feel the breeze as you fuck off out of here and leave me in peace. For Christ's sake, I was at church this morning taking my time to fucking pray for morons like you. Harry. Right, that's it. What you have said is very upsetting and disagreeable. I am now fully buffery fluffed. Apologise, or you are in for it. You heard the man, says Debbie. Apologise or you'll be in very serious trouble. We might even tell your parents about your behaviour. Apologise. I fucking apologise. You can stick that idea up your ass with a fucking rolling pin. I'm not scared of you. And did I tell you my brother owns a sword shop? Yes, a fucking sword shop. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Right, Eric. Go over to that sink and fill up a jug with lukewarm water. Eric. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell, Eric. Boss. <laughs> Harry. Debbie, take some of that kitchen towel and dampen it with cold water. Make it really soggy and be careful not to drip it on your trainers, though. What are you... What are you... What are you, what are you fucking doing? That's my sink, my water, and my four-ply paper toweling roll. How dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> Last chance, Potter. You won't like it when you get splashed with tepid water and feel soggy kitchen towel on your apron. I mean, who would? It's an awful thought. Hold on. You've got a fucking chin on you, haven't you? I tell you what. I apologise when you don't, you co... <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I tell you what, if I... Apo- I tell you what, I apologise. Why don't you come over to the... Uh, right. OK, then, I tell you what, I do apologise. Why don't you come over to my kiln and have a look at my latest whimsies? You could select a few for your target practice. And you, he would see, sense, the threat of warm water has made him realise his error. Neil took Harry over to the kiln door and opened it fully so that the heat from inside hit Harry in his face like a jet engine on a runway. (laughs) (laughs) Harry's magic chin immediately ignited. Debbie, help me! My magic chin is on fire! Douse it quickly or our season will be in tatters! Eric and Debbie used the jug of water and the soggy tissue to extinguish the magic chin flames. Ha! Fucking ha! You trio of fucking Todd warriors! Go on, get out! I'm Neil fucking Hunt! (laughs) Nonsense Potter and Lord of the fucking kiln! Come back here again and I'll destroy that fucking chin for good! The white hearts left, Debbie in tears. Boss, do you think your chin has lost much power, Harry? I doubt it, Debbie, because you and Eric were very quick to respond. When I get home, I'm going to fashion bravery medals for you both out of tinfoil and ribbon. (laughs) Debbie replied, I say, boss, you really felt the ferocious heat there, didn't you? (laughs) And all three of them laughed as if every individual pore on Harry's face was blowing a raspberry. (laughs) That's crime files. (laughs) 
There. I've just got to say, Neil Hunt, I think his customer service skills leave a lot to be desired. Well... I know he wasn't open for business, but, you no, know... Never the, mind, he was an open. They wanted, they wanted to shit with all that work he's put in. Well, I know, to... but, you know, he, he didn't know that at first. They could have just been regular customers. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. You've, made, you've made a fair point. Call that one a draw, I think. Shall I do a little, um, uh, what do you call him, Sean Dyche? Go on, do a little one of them. So, Andrew, mm-hmm. Mr. Dyche... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dice, dice. Since we last um, convened, of course, Sunderland's second string went to Burnley and won 3-1. Whoa. In the uh, Carabao, is it? Carabao. In the Stan Watson Cup. Stan Watson sponsor- Oil Wipe Oil, Cup. Oil Wipe Cup. <laughs> well done to so, Sunderland. Yeah. You must be very pleased. You'll be reeling from that, I imagine. Did you watch the Leeds United thing on Amazon or whatever? I am watching the that. Sunderland, it, you know, like yeah, the, a copy of Sunderland. Yeah. It, it it wasn't as good. No, interesting. I haven't I haven't like examined it, but is it, it true that Bielsa's quite, not involved in it? He doesn't. Well, you hear him, yeah, and you see him, but he doesn't directly address the camera. Right, Do you know just what I mean? Mooching about in the background. I don't know. There's something. Maybe they weren't allowed the same access or. Yeah. Something. All right. It's not as warm a friendly a uh, uh, show. The dice one would be good. Oh, wouldn't it be wouldn't good? It yeah. Just. So, um, so I've intercepted the latest um, MP3 mm-hmm. from Sean Dice. Um, I suppose I have to say here goes. You do. Beautiful. Right, lads, you're on your international break and you have my permission to take a short holiday either on the east coast at Filey or just up the road here at Barrow in Furness. However, each and every day you are away, I want you to repeat the following mantra. There's only one method that you should play. It's kick and rush the Burnley way. Pull your shorts up nice and tight. Eat liver and onions every night. Spit on every inch of the turf. That Joey Barton's a fucking smurf. And remember... (laughs) Ambush. Assault. Pie. Kick. Hurt. Tinned meat. Harm. Shit. And wallop. And that's the Burnley way. (laughs) Attack without intent. Defend and don't relent. Don't try any overhead kicks. They're far too fancy and only for pricks. <laughs> Effort without ambition. Survival is our mission. Dribbling is for babies. Couscous is for ladies. <laughs> Work on your thighs so your shorts barely fit. Park it in the park in the disabled if you're desperate for a shit. And remember, <laughs> horses. Hammers, concrete, spanners, <laughs> hit, shit, 
and wallop. And that's the Burnley way. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Sean. Lovely stuff. Thank you very much, Sean Dyche. Um, that's about it, I reckon. Well, thanks for having me. I'm going to go now off. Uh, I'm going to go up Carnaby Street yeah. instead of down to get here. Yeah. Uh, when you go up Carnaby Street, you never know what you, you might too. spy. A mobile barber on a motorbike and Stephen fucking Fry. <laughs> there we are. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you. Thanks very much. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.